This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Event Owl, who's helping clients across the nation elevate virtual, hybrid, and live events. Learn more at eventowl.com. Thanks for joining us and enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. This is Sue Dick with the Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Very excited today to have with us what I would say is the number one superintendent in the country, Rocky Hanna, who's taking time out of his busy day and week to to talk to us. There's a lot of things going on at the school district and Rocky, really appreciate you being with us this morning. How are you? I'm doing well, Sue. Thank you for the kind remarks. I I really appreciate it. Well, it's the truth. And I think uh, we knew that before this year and with COVID, One year into COVID, remarkably, um, you have done an outstanding job, not just you, but your school board members and leadership, and most importantly, your administration, your teachers, and everyone that that makes a difference at our school. So we wanted to just talk to you. There's a lot going on. Maybe if you can, uh, for our listeners, maybe give a, a summary of how you think the year's wrapping up and what people can prepare for summer and preparing for fall. Yeah, you know, I I kind of chuckle when I hear President Biden speak uh, his goal of reopening our schools on his hundredth day. And we've been open since last August. And I am just so thankful and appreciative of all of our school administrators, our teachers and others that have, have helped guide us over the course of the first 130 days of the school years. Uh, we have 50 days left. So we want to make sure we're finishing strong, but this has certainly been the greatest challenge of my career, my lifetime in our public school system. And again, it's a challenge that we're meeting day in and day out. And uh, we have successfully reopened our schools and had our schools open for parents and families that wanted to send their children. Our doors have been open every day for those uh, who are still somewhat apprehensive and fearful of the virus and and the impact it could have on their family unit. We're bringing the classroom to them. And so every day we have 20,000 students that come to our schools and 10,000 students that remote in. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a lift, but uh, a lift that our teachers uh, have done remarkably. And I'm just so thankful uh, to have been a part of it. This is truly going to be one of the defining moments, uh, not only our country and how we've handled this, but our state here in the state of Florida, here in Leon County and the things that we have done collectively together to safely keep our schools open Uh, and educate our children the best we can, no matter if that's physically in our schools or or at home. So as people prepare for the fall, what are some of the things that you and your administration are doing that may look the same, but maybe a little bit different? Uh, Well, a a couple of things. First, we know we are missing a number of students, not only here in Leon County, but throughout the state and country that have turned to homeschool, uh, maybe gone to private school or, or left us for one reason or another. And so we are actively recruiting those, those folks back into our schools. And we are doing a big kindergarten registration push in the month of April. Uh, we have gotten word back that a number of parents may have held their kids out of school for an additional year until COVID passes and enroll them with kindergarten or first grade a year later. So we are gonna uh, go out and uh, actively recruit those families to go ahead and get enrolled now and uh, so we can make plans for staffing this fall. You know, this year we were committed to provide digital academies or remote learning options by school. So each school had their own digital academy, which was good because it helped the kids that were at home stay connected to their home zone school or school of choice. Uh, but again, it was it was really hard. Um, our teachers uh, in a hybrid model 
have, uh, you know, 15 or 16 kids that are physically in, or in their classrooms every day and another seven or eight that are remoting in from home and they're engaging both groups simultaneously, uh, which has been tough. As a pedagogy, we, we never would endorse it, but we knew this was the uh, best model for this year to get us through the pandemic as kids were coming in and out of quarantine, uh, positive cases, and uh, just helped us remain fluid in providing a delivery model for both those kids in our schools and at home. Next year, we're over the summer after the school year ends, we're gonna shut those school-based digital academies down. There's no way I could ask this, our teachers to do it again. They're just, they're just I'd have a, a revolt on our hands starting at, at my house with my wife, Christy, who's a sixth grade science teacher, but uh, they knew this was a one-year deal and, and they have worked their, their tails off to make it happen for our children. But we're gonna shut those school-based digital academies down at the end of the year, but we're still gonna give families options. And for those, and we hope the vast majority will then return to our schools in August and traditional brick and mortar, what we do best, face-to-face uh, -face instruction. But for those who still aren't in a good spot, maybe because of the adverse impact of the virus it's had on their families, or maybe their kid has thrived in a digital environment, then we're gonna really prompt up uh, Leon Virtual School for those children. So there still will be choices and options for families. Those who wanna to come to school will welcome with open arms. Those that don't will direct to our Leon Virtual School franchise and provide a distance learning option for them. But those are decisions that our families will make uh, over the course of the next several months. Uh, and, and again, whatever we can do to support uh, parents during this time and especially our children, we're, we're all in to do it. Well, and I think, you know, I, I think there's such a broad scope that you all have to take into consideration. I think I heard a figure that typically you have about 70, 75 kindergarten classes. I, are you estimating you might have over 90? And I think that was one of the messages was with April coming, getting the word out and to a lot of our listeners, if they have kindergartners or if they're employees, you know, I think our community working in partnership with you and the district, that's probably a short-term ask that I know you have, but that number was just remarkable to me. And I think they recalled them, you know, the red shirt, they're, they're red shirted kindergartners, which is just unique. But I, I know that's something that would very much support you and you all have talked to us about. Well, Sue, we're just thankful to you and everyone at the chamber. I don't think our relationship has ever been stronger, either all that we've done around expanding career and technical programs at Lively Technical College, uh, the dialogue we've had creating the Talent Hub. Uh, so we're just so thankful to have the chamber and other partners. Instead of us you know, operating in silos, as we've done maybe in years past, for us to come together and talk about these issues as a community and how we can prop each other and support each other, uh, that's it's just wonderful. So thank you for having me on. But to your point, just about every school is down at least one kindergarten class this year from where they historically have been. So we know there are a, a number of students out there, uh, uh, to your point, that may have taken a redshirt year that are waiting to start a year later. But in order for us to plan, to staff uh, appropriately, we need to get a firm grip on what we're up against going into next August. And it's going to be a quick turnaround time. School gets out on June the 10th and the teachers are back on August the 7th and the kids back the fall, the, you know, the, they're shortly after, which is good. We don't want our kids to have a long extended summer break. There's already been a lot of academic regression that's happened with the, with the pandemic. And the last thing we want to do is our kids sitting at home for another two and a half or three months. But for us, it's going to be a quick turnaround time uh, to get ready for the fall. And in order to staff appropriately, we we're going to need parents to make a decision one way or another on uh, what their intentions are in the fall. 
Well, Rocky, I know the business community supports you and the administration in our schools. I know just kind of going back to that kindergarten and kindergarten readiness, um, the chamber in partnership with your team will be working in the next several months on Classroom Connection where we want every kindergarten class to be adopted by a business. And it's not just for monetary purposes, it's for resources and support and partnerships. And I know our listeners will be pushing more information out on that as we finalize it with your team in the coming months. Uh, but there is a lot to do. Um, as, we, as we wrap up here, is there an ask that you would like to make to the community or just uh, one final message as we kind of wrap up this, this school year? Well, one, I wanna thank the chamber for endorsing the Children's Services Council uh, that passed this, you know, this past election cycle we're excited about the opportunity that will bring for kindergarten readiness is to get our kids prepared for kindergarten because we know the achievement gap starts when they enter in kindergarten. And the more we can do on the front end of those formative years of zero to five to shrink and close that gap, the better. You all, the chamber pushing out to adopt kindergarten classes. All of those things are so proactive as we look to increase uh, our scores in third grade uh, reading and then increase graduation rates, increase what's going on post-secondary, which then decreases the crime rate. I mean, so it all, it all adds up. The more we can do on the front end to our kids to get it ready for kindergarten, to where they're scoring better on that third grade reading assessment, graduating from high school, going out into the workforce or, or uh, going into college or a trade school, then reduces crime in our community. I mean, it just all makes sense. And you all in the chamber and others are such a big part of it. We're just happy, honored, and very appreciative of the partnership. Well, Rocky, thanks for, for all that you do. It is a community effort. Please pass the word on to everyone that touches our schools um, that works with you. We're here to support you in any way uh, and let us know if we can do anything to help you. We'll do it. 50 days, 50 days. Uh, I'm so <laughs> proud of the effort we've put forth and we just want to make sure we finish strong. Absolutely. Rocky, take care. Be safe. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sue.